for listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. You can check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me. I get on here every week and talk about pedal pumping, which is always a good time. <laughs> and it's a good time thanks to the listeners and to the Pedal Pumping Podcast Patreon community. I want to thank my patrons, Tevin, Jim Riker, Not a Golfer, Rayshon, Stephen, Eric, F, Eric, J, Cranking Fan, Rocketman, Havianas Fan, Austin, and Joe. So, so grateful to your continued support of the podcast and just being awesome members of this community. So I am going to uh, start with a question from Patreon member Tevin, and uh, then we'll cut to a quick break, come back with stories. So Tevin's question is, could you tell us the times when you made out or full on did quote, the nasty in the car, and afterwards the car wouldn't start. Give us all the details. Your stories are exciting, Tev. So I'll jump into that after a quick break. <laughs> all right, we're back from the break, and I'm going to answer Tevin's question. This is pretty anticlimactic because I can't think of a single time where I was getting hot and heavy in the car, and then afterwards the car wouldn't start. It's been a long time since I've, probably since my teenage years, that I've been um, frisky in the car to that degree, and I can't ever recall a time that the car wouldn't start afterwards. So I know that's a disappointing answer. That's the truth. I'm not going to lie and make stuff up, but we could maybe write like a fan fiction story about it or I mean it doesn't have to be about me but it could be I'd be up, I'd be totally up for that um you know like we could create a story where that happens I think that would be pretty juicy and sexy like maybe a maybe like a super passionate first date goodnight kiss and like I'm dropping you off at your house at the end of the date. Maybe I'm driving because we are um, not adhering to the gender norms of society or your car's in the shop or something. I don't know. I came and picked you up. Maybe I'm more comfortable. This is actually probably more true to my styles that I don't really like getting into a guy's car if I don't know him, like on the first date. So maybe I said to you, I'd feel I'd feel more comfortable picking you up. So I'll swing by your house at seven, pick you up, and we go out on our date. We have a great time. It's the end of the night. I pull up in front of your place, drop you off. We have like this really heavy, passionate kiss kind of maybe a little heavy petting, I don't know. And then you get out, say goodnight, and as you're walking up to your front door, I try starting the car and the car won't start. How about that for like a little, who wants to write that story? If you're a listener and you want to finish that story and in detail describe what happens as I struggle to start the car with my date standing outside, uh, go ahead and send me an email at mimifootnip at gmail.com and I will read it on the podcast or any other stories that you have or questions 
or ideas or fantasies or whatever. I mean, the whole point of the Pedal Pumping podcast is to create a space where we can all kind of share and indulge and have a good time and, you know, just enjoy enjoy pedal pumping. That's it. That's the bottom line. So I invite you, dear listener and heaven, of course, if you'd like to finish up that story, that's that's kind of how I envision it. Maybe like a maybe a first date kind of scenario. <laughs> All right, this next email is from Leo, and um, he writes and says, it, and so this he titles the story. It's called 1998 Public Transportation. So my truck breaks down and I decided to catch the bus to work. It was a 20 mile trip one way to work. I had to wait till payday to actually get it towed to the repair shop I worked at. It was a little hard back then living paycheck to paycheck, but we managed to go forward. I had to walk a few blocks to catch one bus route, then transfer to another one to get me to my job. I had to leave the apartment at 6 a.m. to catch the buses out and reach my job by 9 a.m. This was the first time I had ridden the bus since high school, and I'd seen mostly men driving, rarely saw women driving. If I saw a woman driving, she usually was a heavy set and around in their late 40s to mid 50s, but I never rode with one. It always made me wonder if they took their shoes off to drive a city bus. The thought of a woman driving a vehicle over 30,000 pounds was interesting. I'd see some of the women drivers standing outside their buses on break in front of my high school once in a blue moon during the school, and I'd try to get close to get a better look. I'd usually see them in boots or black loafers. There's one wearing loafers had me thinking, especially if I noticed that she also had stockings on. Heavy set or older women wouldn't matter if she drove a bus barefoot. The thought of a woman making something that immense move with the touch of her soft bare foot was very arousing to me. The first bus I caught that day had a male driver and I just sat in the back. A 20 minute ride through town and then to the shopping mall where I'd transfer. I got off and it was only 6.30 in the morning. I had to wait another 30 minutes for my next route that would take me there so I waited at the terminal. It was fairly crowded at that time. A lot of people waiting for the bus to take them to their destinations. I watched a few buses pull up. The first one had an attractive Hawaiian woman behind the wheel, but it wasn't the route I was waiting for. I decided to wait in line to get to the door just to take a peek. I got my opportunity knowing that this wasn't the bus I had to catch, but I still asked her if she drove by my shop. I got on and then asked. I looked into her footwell and she had boots on. Damn, not this one. I wouldn't mind missing a day of work for the opportunity. I got off disappointed, and the bus behind her was another woman, a white woman with glasses and short hair down to her shoulders. The standard uniform for bus drivers, both men and women, was a red or blue button-up shirt with the company print on the shirt with long pants that didn't matter on the material or color. This bus driver had a blue shirt with tan pants and wore tan loafers with tan stockings. I did get an arousal seeing her stocking feet in the loafers, but she kept them on. Again, it wasn't the right route, but I had to ask 
and took a look. It was about 10 minutes into my wait and I noticed the other buses that got there were empty and their signs read, not in service. And two male drivers and a woman driver standing by the buses. Both men were heavy set, but the woman was at average weight and shape. Her back was toward me and her hair was down. She had a straight black long length hair that came down to the bottom of her shirt and some gray hairs I noticed when she turned her head. She would pivot her right foot and I noticed she had some black suede loafers with like a gold buckle to them. She stood there talking with the other drivers. I sat at the bench waiting for a little bit and noticed it was about time for my route to arrive. The three bus drivers broke off to their buses. The first bus was one of the men and I watched him set the route on the bus display. I was relieved that my route didn't go on his display and he drove up to the terminal. The next bus was the route I needed to get on, and I saw it was the woman I was looking at from behind. She was an older Hawaiian mixed with Portuguese or white, the usual mix you would find out here. Straight cut hair that came over her forehead to her eyebrows, a little gray along her sideburns, and a fairly pretty face. The one feature I noticed was her pointy nose and a dimpled chin. The bus rolled up to the stop. She held the wheel with both hands and came to a stop. The air brakes echoed the bus terminal. The sound of the pneumatic doors was a very distinctive with these buses. A slight hiss and the door opened. I followed the other passengers in and looked over to the area on the floor by the money and coin receptacle to see her right leg down behind the receptacle. As I stood behind one of the passengers entering, the first passenger getting on placed his bus fare in the machine. He took his time putting the coins in. That's when I noticed the loafer with the gold buckle was just laying there with no foot in it. I got excited and my heart started to pound. I wanted to watch this so badly and I finally had the chance to. I stepped on the bus and waited behind the second passenger putting in his coins and looked at the woman bus driver and smiled at her. She smiled back and her smile made my day. I finally got to the coin receptacle and started putting in my bus fare, catching every glimpse and detail of her right tan nylon covered foot on the brake pedal. The arousal I got kind of made my hand shake and I dropped a quarter unintentionally. I reached down to pick it up, letting me get closer, a closer look at her foot. Her reinforced nylon covered up her unpainted toenails. The line of the stitching went over her big and second toes. The grooves of the brake pedal disappeared under her beautiful toes. She lifted her big toe and twisted her foot a little as I finally slipped my finger under the quarter to get it off the floor. I looked at her and said, sorry about that. And she told me, no worries, boy, that's okay. And the local pigeon English accent we have here, a sweet local lady in her 40s or early 50s, obviously around my mom's age. Her double chin and wrinkles on her face beginning to show, a slight gut in her belly as she sat in her chair. Her hands showed slight wrinkling and she wore her gold bracelets, a ring on her right hand. The younger generation would often call a woman around this age auntie out of respect and she was barefoot, bus driving auntie. I quickly looked for a seat close to the front right after the elderly seats and sat down to enjoy the view. The other two guys sat somewhere toward the back and she closed the doors. I watched as she operated the massive machine. 
She looked very comfortable in the large seat that only had a lap restraint. She would check her mirrors left to right. Her long hair swung when she turned her head. I looked at her right foot and a red spot near her ankle could be seen through her nylon where her loafer would probably irritate her skin. I assume that's why she took it off. The shoe most likely irritated her skin there and it became painful to wear. She pumped the brake pedal twice and the sound of the pressurized air escaping from the caliper pistons engaged releasing the brakes and the bus rolled slowly forward. The awesome part about diesels is they don't respond like gas engines. Slow acceleration and throttle response was a normal thing. Gas engines were more responsive and quick to the throttle. Her right stockinged foot would pivot from the brake and tilt over to the big accelerator, the long flat floor-mounted pedal. Her heel still rested on the brake and the ball of her foot and toes reached over to the right, resting halfway up on the accelerator. She then applied pressure in this fashion using her toes and the bus moved forward. She went back on the brake. I was becoming stiff watching this and the ride had just begun. She had stopped for some pedestrians and waited to go. It was clear for her to go and the way she took off was what got me. Her right foot pivoted like earlier, but this time she pinned it and her heel lifted off the brake and she swung her heel over to the accelerator. The diesel engine started to roar and the turbo whined. She gave the pedal a couple more smooth and gentle pumps as it started to get up to speed. I watched her pivot back to the brake and rest her foot there as the big heavy bus rolled. I was in heaven. This woman that drove this massive vehicles with her bare stocking foot, the sheer size and weight of it moved with the touch of her toes. The sensation I felt as we moved was intoxicating. The arousal I felt was incredible. Her foot moved gracefully back and forth then across between the two large pedals. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Every bus stop to take a few passengers on and display of footwork was wonderful to watch. The bus was soon full to only where there was only standing room and I lost view of her right foot. I decided to be a gentleman and let a woman take my seat and I would stand up and get closer to the front. I held my work bag in front of me to conceal the erection I had developed. I stood closer to the front to watch holding onto the ceiling bars. The bus had gotten full of people and she would wave her hand to indicate to the other people at the bus stops that she couldn't stop because her bus was full. Her stocking foot would pump the accelerator often as she drove on her route passing the bus stops. We got to a stop near another shopping mall and half the people got off, but the seat I wanted didn't empty out, so I continued to stand. I would ride for another 30 minutes to my destination, glued to her foot the whole time. It was a nice view, kind of looking over behind her. The tan stockings made her foot look soft and smooth. Her toes were long and a little chubby. The big toe was the longest and with the slightest bend inwards. Her toes would separate as she let off and then come together as she accelerated. She had more of a just step on it approach to driving. Some women I see like my girlfriends had that touch sensory vibe where I see her start with the tips of their toes and then work the rest of her foot in. The bus driver was just planting her bare stocking foot on the large pedals with a pivot every time, but it was very graceful nonetheless.
I watched out the front window as she drove and the other cars would stay out of her path. Who wanted to drive slow in front of a 40,000 pound vehicle anyway? It was getting close to my stop and I knew the joyride was ending. I got off and watched her drive away, smelling the diesel exhaust as that large bus took off slowly. I wondered when I will get the opportunity to ride her bus again. I had four more days till payday and I was hoping to catch her driving again, but that didn't happen. I rode the bus a few more times that week, but I didn't see her. I fixed my truck and drove to work the rest of the time working for the repair shop and only twice seen her driving that route. With public transportation, it's by random chance you could find a woman behind the wheel. I guess I was lucky that day and would always remember it. Maybe I should start riding the bus more often, but I hardly have the time to do it. But the thought of a woman driving a massive vehicle barefoot in stockings was so very arousing. You didn't need a pretty face or a sexy body to get me off. Leo. Leo, I love the story. So I have to I have to say when you start describing like an older lady in her 40s or 50s, I'm like a month a month from yesterday as of the posting of this, I guess. I will be 50 years old. I might I might I can't even talk. It's getting me tongue tied. It just the words don't want to come out of my mouth. I'm going to turn 50 in a month. How is that even possible? I know it's crazy. I don't feel like I'm 50. Some of you know, you've seen my videos on YouTube. I still wear my hair in pigtails, whatever. <laughs> Age is just a number and all that jazz. But um, yeah, I think this is, is a great story. I love it. I love the lady bus drivers. I love the... <sighs> She's just like a lady bus driver is just so badass, right? I mean commanding that huge big bus and then all of her passengers she's kind of has to manage all of these different things it's so very very sexy very sexy and I would say you were extremely extra super lucky that you got to see her driving without her shoes on because I'm guessing that most bus drivers are probably required you know technically you're probably required to have closed-toed shoes for operating a bus um so, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's a great story. Keep them coming, Leo. We love your stories, especially the back-in-the-day stories. And I wonder what she's doing now. Where is, she, where is she now? Is she retired from driving city buses? I don't know. I love how you were a, quote, gentleman to, get a, to allow a woman to have your seat so that you could have a closer look. Um. <laughs> I think that was pretty self-serving, <laughs> to be honest. But that's okay, you know. Sometimes um, kindness can be self-serving, so it's fine. Uh, and I also kind of gets me thinking about Uber drivers, right? There's so many um, men and women that drive Ubers, but perhaps more women driving Ubers than you'd find driving like taxis traditionally or buses. Um, and I just wonder like, you know, when you're in an Uber, say, would you want to take the front seat or would you prefer to kind of sit in the back, maybe get a better pedal view in a lot of the newer cars? I don't know, just a thought, just a thought maybe, you know, of course, behave yourself in, in Ubers. Don't, don't, behave inappropriately I'm not suggesting that but 
might get some nice um, live action mental visual stimulation, if you know what I mean. So uh, anyway, I hope that you all have a great weekend. Indulge in some pedal pumping. You know, not everyone is lucky enough to have a pedal pumping fetish. For some people, it's just like getting in the car and going for a ride or having car trouble or whatever. No big deal. But for for pedal pumping folks, we have a whole different experience. We, we live in kind of a secret, special world that not everyone can appreciate and not everyone can enjoy. So if you got a pedal pumping fetish, enjoy it. Indulge yourself. Have a good time. Have a great weekend. And we'll meet back here next week. Same place, same time as the clock ticks down to my 50th birthday, you guys. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hard to believe. All right. (laughs) Have a great one. See you next time.